Every journey begins with a single step, or in our case, a whole lot of words. Welcome to more football. We're going to have a blast here. I'm your host, Adam Amberg, alongside Richard Johnson and Vox Lombardi. Trust me, I'm the host, but I'm really not that important. These two guys are going to be fantastic because they're going to be spewing hot fire every week here on more football. Opinions on the world of football, games to watch, fantasy football advice. We're going to sprinkle everything in and around this place. We want to show our personalities here on the show. So, that starts with the fact that we're all huge football fans. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Botch Lombardi doesn't like the fact I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Botch, tell us about yourself. Listen, man, I just want to say y'all are incredibly lucky to be along with me on this ride to the <laughs> Cowboys Super Bowl, man. I'm going to just, I've been tormented for years. Y'all love to throw around these numbers. Oh, the Cowboys haven't done anything in 20 years. Y'all love to go 8-8. Eight and eight. Jason Garrett this, Jason Garrett that. I'm going to run my mouth this entire situation, the whole season. And y'all should be lucky, man. Y'all should be lucky. Cowboy W. What's up? Richard, you want to retort? He can. I will say that. I, besides the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars have been to more conference championships than the Dallas Cowboys in the Jacksonville Jaguars period of existence, uh, it is a wonder that I still am a football fan, given the fact that I uh, allegedly root for the wonderful Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, but here I am doing more football with you guys. Couldn't be happier. All right. I love the passion. I love the fact we're all fired up and ready to go. We're going to get to actual football talk in just a second in games. But listen, we all know what's happening right now in the world and just the amount of social unrest and racial injustice that we've seen and athletes taking a stand. Richard, listen, let's be honest. There's three guys here. We're all people of color. We all recognize that there's a lot of problems right now that are ailing not only America, but also Canada in terms of these issues. What do you think the NFL has to do in terms of a responsibility after seeing what the NBA has done, Major League Baseball, the NHL, tennis, and so on. I think it's sort of a twofold thing. I think first it's the players and then what the league will do, obviously. I think for the players, the players for the first time here are not necessarily on the front foot in the way that they were when Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed sort of got this whole ball rolling over the last four years back in 2016. Right now, they're sort of following the path that the NBA players, the MLB players, and, and all across pro sports have been doing. And I think for NFL players, what's interesting is how they take the ball forward. If the NBA sort of got, you know, every NBA arena is going to be a voting station in the fall. Okay, well, that's fine. Well, what's next? You know, I think you've seen what the Baltimore Ravens have done. Uh, I think they all signed some sort of letter petition uh, for a specific legislation. That's that's a next step. That's a now what? After the NBA players uh, have, have gotten the, the voting rights things that they were looking at. I, I think for NFL players, I think what Everybody needs to understand is that, yeah, equality is the mission, but the roads that we take to it are going to be different. So what gets us to equality in Baltimore may be different than than how we do it in Jacksonville, may be different than how we do it in Kansas City. And so for the players, I think you understand that and you think about how it is that you move the ball forward for the league, you know, the NFL the, the, the social justice messages they put on the field are cute, but what are you going to do you know, now? And, and I think how we saw during the draft, right after the draft, uh, Roger Goodell reading that letter uh, where the players really held him to the fire and said, this is what we want you to say. And he said it verbatim. You know, that's that's one. Now what? Now what is the league going to do to get past their message that they were impeding the players in their in their fight and, and their willingness to protest over the last few years? Fotch, how do you feel about this? Not only like what Richard was saying, the players, but what's the league going to do? Listen, we all know what happened with Colin Kaepernick. It was embarrassing the fact that Roger Goodell didn't have his back. Now all of a sudden he's saying, hey, you know what? I should have been listening. What is the league going to do now? I mean, first things first is just listen. 
Just listen. You know, we don't want to we don't want to terrorize anybody. Nobody has to get hurt. We just need you to listen. Um, you don't have to change the entire image of what you're doing. Just listen, because most of your athletes, they look just like us. So, you know, once upon a time, it was about dollars and cents, man, dollars and cents. But it seems like the culture, the climate, you know, the country's just in a different place now. So it's more acceptable to listen. Sure. Let's sit down and have this conversation. Um, once upon a time, Jerry Jones of, of my Cowboys, he kind of listened, but he still wanted to be nice to his friends. OK, but your employees. We just want you to listen, Jerry, you know? So um, it's just about balance, man. It's just about balance. You know, uh, it's it's all peaceful. Everybody say, hey, we 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 like peace. We like peaceful protests. This is incredibly peaceful. We just need you to listen. That's what we're going to do. And right now, we appreciate all of you listening to what we have to say. Again, we'll get to the football in just a second. But the big quagmire right now is what's happening in the world in COVID-19. You've seen right now what's happened for other sports. And certainly the U.S. Open right now is taking place uh, in New York City, you see that Major League Baseball has been taking place. Yes, guys may test positive. The league has to do contact tracing, step down for a second, and then go from there. Hockey and NBA obviously have been huge successes being in a bubble. I think in many ways, Richard, I'm excited for this NFL season. We all love football. We're passionate about it. But I'm a little bit hesitant right now. I think about Peter King saying uh, there's about a 40% chance we get through this season completely unimpeded. You know, what is going to happen when a guy tests positive for an NFL team? In Major League Baseball, we've seen a guy test positive. They, they obviously do not play that game. They wait four or five days. They make it up. They've made an allowance in terms of seven-inning doubleheaders just to try to get as many games in as possible. Well, like honestly, what's the NFL going to do when someone tests positive? We don't even know. Yeah, I, I think they've been doing you know diet bubbles or bubble light in training camp, and that's all well and good. But you know, it doesn't mean anything until these guys start traveling city to city, state to state. And and we don't really know how to kind of keep the lid on that or how it's going to, to happen. I, I think the one thing that I'm a little unclear on is what happens if on Sunday morning, and I'm glad that the NFL is going to be testing with the frequency that they say they're going to, but what happens Sunday morning if the Dolphins are playing the Jets 10 Dolphins test positive at home, and the Jets, who are already on a travel roster that's lower than their 53, they have eight positives. You know, we don't want that to happen, but let's say it happens. What happens then? And then I'm sort of interested in how, in your thoughts of how Major League Baseball sort of got through its growing pains, because I know you saw that sort of firsthand. That's, I think, the league that didn't bubble versus the NBA, which did. And so you sort of saw those very real COVID growing pains that, that Major League Baseball had to go through. Yeah, 100%, Richard. You saw that early on. The Marlins had their issue. 18 guys test positive COVID-19. You go, oh, my God, how are we going to get through this? Guys can't play for over a week. The St. Louis Cardinals had not only coaching staff, but also players test positive. And that meant that they couldn't play for 17 days. Even now, they're still trying to play catch-up. But somehow, some way, they're going to cram this in. The regular season's only got two and a half weeks left. And then they're hoping, at least for the playoffs, to be in a postseason bubble. You know, we'll get word on whether or not that comes official. But you're right. For football, don't look at basketball. Don't look at hockey. They're in a bubble. It's a different story. NFL has to emulate what baseball has done. And in the case of baseball, if someone tests positive, Oakland Athletics just a week ago, one person tested positive, that's it. That game is postponed, and they don't play for four or five days to get contact tracing done. Now, it's different in the National Football League. Obviously, it's once a week. But what happens, as you said, Sunday morning, someone tests positive. Are you going to actually postpone that game and then wait five days and play on Thursday? Are there going to be games on Wednesdays and Tuesdays? There's a lot of questions right now, Vach, and I don't think any of us have the answers. 
I tell you what, man, baseball set so we can fly. You know, every single thing that, that they've done wrong and right, the league should just be taking notes, writing everything down. Hey, we should follow that example or we should not do those things. I don't think there's going to be an issue with the pro side of things, with the players, personnel guys. You know, like foot like football is okay. I think the the uh pilots are gonna get tested, the people at the restaurant, the hotel staff, I think all that's gonna be good. I don't want fans to get involved. I don't trust people in general like we work here so if i'm my my employer says hey you need to do this or this happens cool i have an incentive to do right now if i'm a fan and i don't believe covid exists or i don't believe in masks or it's caused by 5g towers or something then that's a risk bringing that one person into your stadium to run football i understand the owners are losing money and they would rather have fans in the seats and i get it but you would lose even more money if there was not a season at all so let's figure out covid first then have fans just leave them out and we can have our entire football season i think the players are something to worry about as well i mean look there's 53 of them. If 50 are doing their job, that's all well and good. But if three, if one of those three who are a little loosey-goosey with the COVID protocols that their team and the league is telling them to abide by, you've got a problem. And you've already saw what the Seahawks did when they cut – uh, they cut a player during camp because he tried to sneak a woman into the facility. I, you know, one player can have a catastrophic impact on the team, on the league, on the sport. There's no question about it. And I'm with you guys. I'm with you, Richard. I don't think everyone's going to follow protocol because the guys are going to say, hey, I'm in Georgia. You can go for dinner here. Everybody else is. What's wrong with me doing it? It's a matter of everybody adhering to it. And Vach, to your point, as far as fans, owners want some fans in there. You think Jerry Jones, your boy, is going to go quietly? He said, no, we're going to have fans. 50% here in the stadium. So all those fans going to mask up. Everyone's uh, going to be careful and socially responsible and socially distancing. There's a lot of questions that remain to be answered. But let's dive into some football now. To zone. More live football than anyone else. Stream exclusive Premier League and UEFA Champions League. Stream every NFL game, including the Super Bowl. Plus, exclusive Red Zone. Showing you every touchdown, every Sunday. DAZN. Start your free trial at DAZN.com and stream on multiple devices. More live football than anyone else. D-A-Z-N. DAZN. Richard, who do you like right now in the AFC East? Is it a changing of the guard from the Pats to the Bills? Uh, I'm not so sure. Uh, every time we count out Bill Belichick, every time we count out the Pats, they come back as stronger than ever. I, I really cannot wait to see what Josh McDaniels and that offense can do with Cam Newton. Uh, you know, you listen to the haters. They say Cam's over the hill. They say he's inefficient or what have you. Uh, no, like I really want to see what this new Patriots offense can be. A grounded pound, establish the run. And that's what that's Bill Belichick's heart. That's what he'd rather do. All that 2007 high-flying stuff, that was pragmatic because they had Randy Moss. This is the way they want to play football, and they want to pound the rock. I, I think the Dolphins are going to be a little bit better than last year. I don't think they're going to be, you know, 2-14 or whatever it was last year. Uh, but as far as the Bills, do the Bills undertake a little bit of regression? Vach, we see these teams all the time when they have a, a really solid defense and, and you know, they end up sort of lucking into a good season, and then we think that they'll just play that forward and do it again, and then they regress. Absolutely, man. I mean, just looking at the Bills, the one thing I like about the Bills, man, Sean McDermott has made a great defense full of people I've never heard of in my life. That That's just mm -hmm. fantastic coaching, man. At all, um, he's a Texas boy. Come on now. It's your boy. I, I, 
Sure, 100%. If you say so, Mr. Wolf. What about the rest of those guys behind them playing linebacker I've never heard of before? Um, I think they they will be very run-heavy. Singletary, Zach Moss drafted out of Utah. Uh, they, they are going to be good, but we need to see Josh Allen be better as a passer. I mean, he's going to run around a little bit and scramble and get his first downs. He's very tough. Um, but I don't think it's going to be enough for any changing of the guard. Now, I'll tell you what. Those other three teams, we're talking about Jets, Dolphins, we're talking about Bills. They've been waiting for this moment moment their entire life they've been saving up those experience points they've been waiting on that level up and it's finally time to beat the guy that's been bullying you for a decade and a half what do you do to be fair bill belichick is still a level 99 wizard and you probably still won't be able to beat him it is what it is <laughs> people tell me all the time well well Vash, what, what about all these guys that aren't playing defense for him anymore what about all the guys that opted out this year belichick has notoriously made great defenses with people we've never heard of before we see we 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 see him win with matt castle he's one with Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett. Now he has Cam Newton, who's probably better than those guys. I don't see any changing of the guard. It probably won't be as aggressive as 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 a as a Brady run, but it's not going to be much change. I mean, what do they got to yeah, do? All they got to do is go ten and six and you host a playoff game. That's all. You don't need much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, I was about to say, no Dante Hightower, no Patrick Chung. Bill Belichick knows he's still got the horses. And how about Cam Newton? It's always scary to have a guy who's got something to prove, someone who's motivated. Only the Patriots can lose Tom Brady and get Cam Newton to feel like they don't miss a beat. It's crazy. Um, how about the AFC North? Let's move on and go through each division. Vach, who you got? So I would love for the the Browns to be better than what they are, but I think they win at least five games firing kitchens. Just just off the rip, they get five games better. But it's <laughs> it's Ravens time, man. It's Ravens time. I mean, I mean, Jackson's the reigning MVP. He's he's gonna come back. He's fantastic. That defense may be a little better without some locker room things going on. We can talk about that if you want to. Um Joe Burrow is going to be the GOAT one day, but I don't think it's his time right now. And we all have to acknowledge that Ben Roethlisberger is one of those old guard quarterbacks that are probably on his way out. So um, I think I think Pittsburgh is going to be really good on defense. I think they're going to do, you know, do some things. We're going to talk to Juju later. You know, can he step further into that number one receiver role? You know, so, I mean, there's a lot of questions there, but it's pretty much Ravens and nothing else. Yeah, it's 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 Ravens and then the also Rams. I, I think the Bengals will be maybe decent enough to give a scare maybe one time. Uh, I think the Steelers are going to, you know, return to being diminishing returns, I should say. I, you know, I don't know if Ben's going to finish the season. We do know that Ben mm. is always a health risk. And we saw what happens, what's behind Ben. And it ain't much. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'll take the Ravens just like Vach. You know, Ben looks like he doesn't want to play football, right? Like, like you know, when we see him, like, he just looks like a, you know, like a mountain man. Like he he's would so much beat rather up. He's been so yeah, beat yeah. up. Yeah, like like he's just walking slowly, holding his back. I don't think Ben wants it anymore. This may be Ben's last season. We'll see what happens right now. It's definitely going to be interesting. I just love the fact Botch called up Freddie Kitchens. That's amazing. A plus five swing without Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Automatic. Uh, <laughs> AFC West, Richard. Uh, news just came down involving the Denver Broncos. Von Miller, who's been incredibly durable. Guy's played 95 straight games. He's probably done for the season. Listen, can John Ali finally get a quarterback that's going to work in terms of Drew Locke? Who do you like in the AFC West? 
Uh, okay, I, it's Chiefs. Come on now. Uh, but but behind the in behind the Chiefs in the AFC West, that's what I am interested to see. I, I think a lot of people think the Chargers are going to be bad, and I understand that they just lost an All Pro football player on the back end. But the rest of that defense can get after you. I'm a guy who believes in pass rush and winning the game up front, despite what our friends the analytics say that pass rush doesn't matter that much. Uh, you know, you've oh. got guys that can get after the passer there, and I'm always going to love that. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Does he have one more in him? I know that uh, Mike Williams is going to start the season hurt, but that tandem of Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, uh, you know, I, I wonder was Philip Rivers holding this team back by by you know kind of shackling the the team, the offense at least, to his style? Can can Anthony Lynn bring a system uh, in Los Angeles right now that's just what they want to do that benefits the whole team and not just Philip Rivers? Uh, so I a lot of people are down on the Chargers, not me necessarily. The Raiders, eh, you know, I, I don't love Marcus Mariota. I, I definitely don't love Derek Carr. Uh, you know, I, I like some of the rookies that they've added. We like Josh Jacobs in the backfield. But what are the Raiders right now? Is John Gruden and Mike Mayock, is this the year we see the experiment start to kick on and, and take the next step? I, I don't know, Vosh. Uh, Mike Mayock will get fired. Uh, John Gruden will get bought out. The Raiders will be in a top five draft pick conversation. I'm not buying Write that it at down, all. Vach says. Well, um, hang on a second. Hang on a second, Vach. John Gruden get bought out. That's a lot of cheddar you're willing to pony up. You cannot continue to ruin your franchise. We just moved to Vegas. We need some positivity. They just paid for that, We're not that getting fancy stadium. Ain't no money left. Knock on wood if you're with me. I'm not here for it, man. Get the Raiders up out of here. They hate on me on Twitter all day. I'm hating on you on my platform right now. I do agree with you. I do think the Chargers simply get better by, you know, just losing Rivers, right? Because now Tyrod Taylor, who may not be the most prolific quarterback, but at least he can get away. At least he won't get sacked as much. Maybe his arm doesn't die out towards the end of the season, you know? Um, hey, first of all, shouts out to fantasy football nerds. Austin Eckler, it is your time. I think he's, he's, he's just going to... I think he's a he's not not a bell cow guy, but with new NFL in terms of guy that can run the ball, catch the ball, Austin Eckler finally gets his time without that pesky Melvin Gordon thing in my rearview mirror. Uh, besides that, you're right, man. Defense is top tier. I mean, it's clearly Chiefs in this situation, but um, it sucks to hear what happens with um, Von Miller, man. But I think the Broncos will be a little better on offense. Um, of course, they signed that pesky problem in Melvin Gordon. Plus, they went to go get a lot of receiver help in the draft. Um, KJ Hamler from Penn State, uh, one of those four three forty guys, and then you got the 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 immaculate Jerry Judy from Alabama, Ooh, uh, yes, sir. the best the best the best route runner in the in the draft possibly. So um, I think the Broncos will be better, but nah, man, it's 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 Chiefs or nothing. This division may have some of the best receivers, the most exciting receiving talent uh, of any in the league. I mean, you've got, obviously, Jerry Judy. You've got Henry Ruggs. Uh, you know, you've got Keenan Allen, the best route runner in the league. You've got Mike Williams, who, due to fantasy football, uh, I will always love. Uh, there's a lot of really good receiving talent in, in that division, and that, we haven't even gotten near the Chiefs. Right. You heard Vach say, knock on wood if you're with me. That's a reference, of course, to John Gruden on Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks, as good as it gets, right? You love football. You love the behind-the-scenes stories, the tantalizing tidbits. You can catch it on the zone, specifically the Chargers, which the boys just mentioned. They're the AFC West. Stories about Anthony Lennon Company. Make sure you watch Hard Knocks on the zone. AFC South, we wrap up this division. Vach, your guy Deshaun Watson's getting paid $40 million a year. Billy O'Brien, the Texans, going to take the next step. 
We have 16 games to figure this thing out. Bill O'Brien, we're looking at you. What this has shown me is that the front office is saying, okay, cool, we're going to hang with Watson. So, Bill, you need to prove yourself now. Um, I do think Bill, the GM, is a huge problem, but Bill, the coach, at least has, you know, he, he has a season to really figure this thing out and get it going. Like I said, man, you know, it's all about, hey, we don't want to overpay DeAndre Hopkins, but then you overpay for Randall Cobb, you overpay for, for Brandon Cooks, you just overpay for everybody except the best receiver in football. Well, they have their their uh, quarterback of the future, Deshaun Watson. Let's see what he does. I don't think that defense is going to be good as it once was. I don't really have as much faith in the Texans as a lot of people do. They're going to have to show me. Um, I'm more so of a, let's see what the Titans are going to do with their tough football. Mike Vrabel is another head coach that can just take some guys and make a great defense out of it. And of course, uh, we're going to hear a lot about Jacksonville from old Rich over there. So, um, yeah, man, it, it, it's, I'm seeing maybe wild card from Texans with a with a really close 9 and 7 fight uh from the uh Titans there but that's about it and as far as the Colts I mean Phillip Rivers got older I think he was bad because he's too old and the only thing that he did was get another year of that oldness so he probably got worse so I'm not really looking into the Colts that much but I do think Jonathan Taylor uh the running back from Wisconsin that they uh that they uh, drafted there I think Jonathan Taylor would be fantastic I personally think that uh, the NFL is doing a novel concept where they're actually having a three-team division in the AFC South, uh, mm. Texans, Titans, and Colts. I, I think it's very interesting. Uh, I do think the Colts are going <laughs> to win this division. I, I, I think the Colts are a very solid football team, and all you have to do in this division is be solid while the rest of the division implodes around you. Uh, the Texans, Vach, I, I, you keep hammering this home whenever we talk that this is the final exam for Bill O'Brien and that front office in that regime. Uh, I think it's doubly so now that Deshaun Watson has actually signed his big contract. If I'm Deshaun Watson, you know, I, I see these NBA players, I see these players in these other sports that are absolutely the face of their franchise and they get to call the shots. And if I'm Deshaun, maybe time to call a little bit of shots this season if we go nine and seven again, finish second or get the wild card and get ousted in the first round of the playoffs. As far as the Titans go, I cannot imagine being Tennessee's front office and seeing what Jacksonville did in 2018, 2019, which is say, we're going to double down around our average to above average at best quarterback, our mm. bell cow running game in an NFL that doesn't lend itself to that and a defense that will probably regress if we're being honest. I, I can't understand how the Titans saw that as a winning business model and said, that's what we should do. But here we are. So I think the Titans regress from last season. I think there was a lot of fluky stuff that happened last year. Uh, and I do think the Colts will be the cream that rises to the top. As far as my Jaguars, I don't think they're going to be 2-14 and 14 bad. I think they will languish in that 5-6-7 win uh, uh, kind of neighborhood. Thank God they got enough draft picks. So if Minshew absolutely does not work out, they can trade up and get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields at number one. But, uh, you know, best case scenario, Minshew plays really well. They have enough draft capital to move around and surround him with a really good team. And we go again to the AFC championship game, which I will say they did just a few years ago. Just a few years ago now feels like an eternity ago. All due respect to Richard <laughs> and Saxonville. We're going to start mentioning David Garrard now back in the day. Look at Jacksonville greats. But listen, I love Minshew because I love the mustache. Let's move on to the NFC, fellas, in the NFC East. So, Vach, I'm going to pull the reverse jinx. 
Eagles got no chance. Jason Peters is 38, now moving back to left tackle after the injury to Andre Dillard. Carson Wentz isn't going to stay healthy. The receivers aren't good enough. Defense is banged up. Your Cowboys are unbelievable. They had an incredible draft. Mike McCarthy alone, to take your point about Freddie Kitchens, Mike McCarthy, no more Jason Garrett, the clapper. That's plus three wins for your Cowboys. There's no denying the Cowboys are the beast of NFC East. Go ahead. You know, man, Mike McCarthy doesn't have to be Bill Belichick. He just has to be better than Jason Garrett, man. That's that's all he has to do. Um, it, it seems like every single thing that you could do to upgrade this 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 powerful Cowboys team, you did it. The only impediments that you had was the kicking game in which you were 32nd, head coaching and defense. So you bolster the defense, you get the best. <laughs> Look, John Bones Fossil is the best. Like he he has he has punters throwing like 30-yard passes for like touchdowns, man. Like, like let's bring in some of that. Let's learn how to like tackle people, right? Um, we go and get Dontari Poe, guys like Everson Griffin, Randy Gregory's coming back. I, I there, there's no way the Cowboys don't win the East. And you know, this could be me being Homer, this could be me being extra emotional, but I just I, I think the Cowboys are legitimately a Super Bowl contender. We talked about this yesterday, and you guys were just talking about the best teams. You said, Oh, well, there's Baltimore, and then there's Kansas City, and there's the Saints. And I was appalled that you didn't mention the Cowboys. Why not the Cowboys? We get better everywhere. Plus the count. Look, Dak Prescott was ranked one, two, and five in all important quarterback metrics last year. Plus he gets better. CeeDee Lamb, the best wide receiver in college football last year. He's just casually our third option right now. Good luck to the rest of you. Vach, it is you being Homer, but I also think, unfortunately, it is you maybe being right. Someone has to be good in the NFC. Someone has to be the cream that rises to the top. I, I don't think that the 49ers are going to stay as good in, and we'll get to the NFC West, obviously, in the best division in football. Uh, but I do think the NFC East is the Cowboys to lose. Uh, you know, I don't love Daniel Jones with the Giants, but I, I do think, you know, we take a step forward. The Eagles, unfortunately, is Carson Wentz going to finish the season this year? Adnan, I don't know, you tell me. Uh, and Washington, while Washington, I think, probably has the best front seven in the league, top to bottom, and I, I really mean that, on offense, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, the <laughs> NFC East, I think, is, is the Cowboys division to lose, as much as it pains me to give Vach that credit. You're definitely right about, uh, I was going to say, it's the seven for the Redskins. God, people looking at fantasy right now, the Washington football team, excuse me, formerly known as that team. Uh, the fact that uh, Chase Young is going to be such an animal. I looked at that game. Washington football team against the Eagles, Chase Young against the Eagles all line. I'm already having heart palpitations right now. Excuse me. NFC North, Richard. Uh, I love, <laughs> I call Mitch, Mike, Mitchell Trubisky MVP Mitch. Because prior to last season, he made the Pro Bowl as an alternate. And there was some talk in Vegas, a smart guy saying, oh, you know what, Trubisky, dark horse MVP candidate. Well, now MVP Mitch barely got the starting job ahead of Nick Foles because, honestly, I think he's too fragile. If you told him Nick Foles is actually better, you lose Trubisky. So Trubisky's going to start. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers, is still fuming since the NFL draft. They took Jordan Love and said, hey, where's my receivers? Where's my supporting cast? Anyone want to help me out here? NFC North, I think the Lions could actually be a sneaky pick. How do you like them? It's Vikings. It's Vikings all day. Vikings have two player, two premium players at each level of the defense, unfortunately, because the Jacksonville Jaguars got rid of Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, on offense, just do what you need to do. Dalvin Cook, stay healthy. Kirk Cousins, be 
fine. I love Justin Jefferson. I think Justin Jefferson is going to be one of the best rookies in the NFL this season uh, at wide receiver out there. I think the Vikings really are set up to take a run here. And I know Vikings fans probably don't want to hear that, get a little skittish. Uh, but the Packers, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. But th that, that team built around him doesn't seem like it's built to maximize Aaron Rodgers as much as it seems like it's built to marginalize Aaron Rodgers. I don't really know what Matt LaFleur is doing on offense out there. Uh, so it, for me, you know, I know Adrian Peterson, one of the greatest of all time going to the Lions, but that does not make me think that the Lions are going to be an effectively good football team. And the Bears, the Trubisky experiment, you're, you're shackled to him. You have to pretend that he's a good quarterback. You have to pretend that he's your franchise, but he's limiting you. He's the handcuff that is going to hold the Bears back from where they want to be. You know, Mitch went to the Pro Bowl because nobody else wanted to go. So let's just kind of get that straight. Like, there were seven people injured, seven other people just didn't take the invite. So, hey, I guess we call Mitch. Um, but, yeah, I'm not I'm not leaning into the Bears, man. The Bears offense seems to be a big dose of I'm doing too much. Uh, I really think that David Montgomery is a really, really good running back. But, hey, let's give the ball to Cordero Patterson, why don't we? Let's just be a little too – just a little too smart for our own good. You know, just – so uh, I think their, their defense is probably still going to be relatively pretty good because Khalil Mack is going to do Khalil Mack things. But um, I just don't see the Bears doing it. Um, in terms of the Packers, I'm waiting for them to implode, actually. I still think that Aaron Rodgers is a really talented quarterback. But it's a lot of things that go into winning football team, you know, chemistry and things like that. And I don't think him and his head coach have a very good relationship at all. So, hey, you know, I would like to see the over-under of when we actually get to see Jordan Love throw a, throw a regular season pass. It should be fun. But um, the Vikings... Oh, just watch the Spicy take. Mm -hmm. But, um... I think it's the Vikings division to lose. I don't think it's going to be close. Their their defense is top tier. I don't I don't I mean probably like top 5 if you want to rank it, you know. And look, man, Kirk Cousins, all you have to do is be the best bus driver in the league. That's all you got to do. Give the ball to Dalvin Cook, throw it to Thielen, you know, just get everybody involved, don't turn the ball over, play some more tough defense and it's the Vikings to win. Nobody said anything about poor little Detroit though. They're going to be in the top 5 conversation as well. Drafting. Uh, top five. Drafting. Top five. Drafting. Tough drafting. <laughs> well, it's funny. When you mentioned Kirk Cousins, he's been too busy channeling Rocky Ford, Yvonne Drago. If I die, I die. Talking about COVID-19. <laughs> Just stop talking, Kirk. Just focus on the game. Be a game manager. Let's get this thing done. Uh, NFC South, Botch. You spoke about quarterbacks and coaches, some not having a good relationship. Well, obviously, Sean Payton, Drew Brees get along great. Drew Brees, maybe another year, maybe two more years. Alvin Kamara, one foot in, one foot out. They got a prolific offense, obviously. You look at the Falcons, a disappointment a season ago. They did show strong with Dan Quinn. Who do you like in the South? Maybe, maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who do you got? Don't you dare put that on me. It's 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 clearly the Saints, man. And I'm not the biggest Saints fan in the world, you know. Um, but you know, Drew Brees probably has another two years or so. A uh, great running situation, great passing situation. Michael Thomas, one of the best wide receivers in football, man. Offensive line. There's not a lot of teams with great offensive lines, though. And I haven't said that very much while we're just sitting here breaking everything down. Offensive line is important, and the Saints are one of six teams that are probably good across the board on that line. Uh, defense is great. Coaching is great. I don't I don't see there being any type of situation unless there's some locker room issues to where the Saints aren't uh, the best team in the South. The Bucks are kind of overrated. It is what it is. Um, and I could be going out on a limb saying this, man, but I think they may have been better with Jameis. Now, I understand Jameis oh, likes to throw the ball. On. I know. Listen, listen, listen. I know Jameis likes to throw the ball to the other team, but that offense isn't going to be as vertical. You know, like like Tom Brady's arm isn't, isn't as close to Jameis. I don't think it has to, to be. It doesn't have to be. 
Vox, okay, I, cool. I think what the buck what the Bucks have done this season is make it so that we can take the pressure off of uh, off of Tom Brady, off of TB12. They've they've given him a diverse stable of running backs in the backfield. Leonard Fournette, really underrated pass uh, pass protector. Again, another former Jacksonville Jaguar, a decent player that is no longer on the team. I think he's a really capable pass protector, and he could be a bell cow if you've got the lead and you need to ice the game. The other running backs give you receiving threats that Bruce Arians like, and will take the pressure off of Tom and make it so he doesn't have to be so vertical and he can just dump it down, check it off, or what have you. We know what they have at tight ends. It's not going to be all on Gronk. They got some O.J. Howard. Mike Evans show outside. That offense has weapons, man. You're sleeping sure. on the Bucks. So how about this? So 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 when you say that Tom benefited from having the best coach in football and the best defense in football together in the same house, like that's incredible. So they gave Tom a lot of field position. They gave him a lot of favorable situations to be in. I don't think he's 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 going to get that very much. So yeah, if you want to limit your your fantastic receivers to slants and hitches and bubble screens, then by all means. But somebody's gonna figure that out. Defenses will adjust, and it is what it is. Gronk just came back from wrestling. I don't think he's in. He's He's in football shape at all. So that's going to be another adjustment. O.J. Howard may be the guy over there, as he should be. I just don't really see Tom Brady really taking it there. And to be fair, Jameis just got LASIK. He couldn't even see last year. He threw 30, he threw 30 touchdowns in. So I would just rather keep the guy that has the active arm and the good eyes now, opposed to the aging guy selling your soul just for one Super Bowl run. I don't hate it, but if it doesn't work, the Bucks will be looking terrible for the next five years. Vach, I think the difference between Tom Brady now and Tom Brady last year is that Tom Brady has offensive weapons around him. The, the Patriots last year were not cut out to score a ton of points. We all, unfortunately, watched that Titans-Patriots playoff game. We saw how limited that offense was and, and can be. I do think the Saints will probably win this division because I think the Saints are one of the elite teams in the NFC and the NFL, but I do think the Bucs are going to give them a very serious run for their money, and I don't think the Bucs are going to sneak into the playoffs. I think the Bucs are going to be it's going to be one of those divisions where the Bucks are like, wow, they may be the best second place team in football besides on who uh, besides the NFC West. I saw all those things from from uh, Tom. But one thing I also saw was him trying to make a 30 yard pass and the ball stopped 15 yards. Go ahead. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Arbitrate, perhaps a concern as far as Vach is concerned. I do think the Bucs make the playoffs. I don't think they win the division. Some questions there on defense. All right, fellas, one more here to go. NFC West, which Vach just alluded to. Honestly, there's lots of firepower here. And the 49ers, they're a beast. We all want to happen a season ago. The Seahawks, they're not going anywhere. Uh, the Rams have a lot of high-priced talent. Just signed Jalen Ramsey, $105 million. Richard, who you like here in the West? Could be a dog-eat-dog fight. It's the best division in football. Uh, I I don't like the Arizona Cardinals to win this division, but I cannot wait to see what the Arizona Cardinals can do on offense. Uh, I'm a college football guy, first and foremost. Kyler Murray uh, with Cliff Kingsbury. You know, obviously they got New Hopkins, Christian Kirk. That team is going to be so exciting. And, and one of the goats, of course, Larry Fitzgerald. But as far as the top of that division, I think it's Seahawks. And I think the Seahawks are going to win this division fairly handedly. I, I have the Seahawks pick the Seahawks to be the NFC's representative in the Super Bowl. I, you know, I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is, is ready for primetime again. I think you can only protect him with schemes so much, even though I think Kyle Shanahan is brilliant. So I am very interested. And, and I, I'm going to be watching this division like a hawk all season to see what happens because if the Cardinals get one from the Niners, get one up in Seattle or what have you. The division race becomes very interesting because top to bottom, that division is so good. 
One of my one of my favorite movies of all time, Forrest Gump. He said, "Mom, what is vacation? That's when you go somewhere and you don't never come back." It seems like when teams go to the Super Bowl and they don't win, they don't never come back. 49ers, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know the magical reason why teams don't ever come back from losing from losing the Super Bowl, but it just is what it is. 49ers, I don't see you taking that extra step to go back into the fight. Um, Maybe your run game has been figured out. Maybe there's a point to where defense always catches up eventually. And, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, you have to beat us in the air, and maybe you're not good enough to do that. That defense will be good enough to keep you in the fight, but they don't ever come back. I do think Seattle Seahawks, they they will be the favorite, in my opinion. They're going to run the ball. They're going to throw the ball. Russell Wilson is magical. DK Metcalf is going to take another step. Tyler Lock is going to become more reliable. That defense is probably an issue if i would say but i just can't count out russell wilson man like sure score your 35 points i'm russell i'm gonna score 38 that just seems to be what it is so i'm rolling with him i don't think the the cardinals make a lot of noise but i would like to see kyler get better i would like to see him grow a lot of people kind of have a mistaken like kyler's a little bitty but he can't throw kyler murray has an arm and now he has the best receiver in football on his team um so it's going to be interesting to just kind of see what happens there um and as far as the rams i think the rams will make it as interesting as they can, but I think they're probably going to be the ones in fourth place, in my personal opinion. They seem to have sold their soul to be great. And hey, we need a lot of, you know, different parts on this team. Let us draft. Oh no, you can't draft because you trade away all your draft picks to get players that you got to pay big money for. So I think the Rams are going to be good enough to make it a fight, but they probably won't make it, you know, past, you know, two years or so. Go ahead, Rich. Uh, no, I do. I agree with you on the Rams. I think it's funny. We talked that whole division, said it was the best in football, but absolutely forgot the, the team that was in the Super Bowl just two years ago. I think the McVay <laughs> magic has run out. I, I think you can only uh, marionette string Jared Goff so far. And I think that I, I think that we've seen the limitations on that. And, and the Rams are going to be diminishing returns. And like you said, Vach, now they can't pay anybody, particularly because they just gave Jalen Ramsey something like $21 million per year, resetting the cornerback market. And, and might I add, before we move on, Jalen Ramsey is being paid by the wrong football team. Go Jacks. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville fan. Go ahead. <laughs> Richard's math nailed it. Five years, 105. 21, 21 million a year for Ramsey. And yes, they're paying a lot of guys a lot of money. Not sure about the depth there. Speaking of McVay magic, though, you can catch the Rams on hard knocks. He's very entertaining. He's got a little bit of John Gruden in him. He's not exactly knock on wood if you hear me, but he's definitely fired up. He, you know, worked with Gruden before. So it's actually been fun to see the Rams behind the scenes and just how they're trying to follow protocols and try to pull off a few upsets. Once again, catch that on DeZone. All right, those are the fellas talking about all the different teams, all the different matchups and divisions. One guy who's an outstanding playmaker is Juju Smith-Schuster. We caught up with him earlier on a variety of topics. Well, it's a pleasure here on the debut episode of More Football to bring in a real star in Juju Smith-Schuster, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Juju, we're going to go around the horn here talking about a variety of topics. We'll start with last year, which was a tough year for you. What did you learn from it? Um, I learned a lot of things, you know, uh, next man up, uh, pretty much, you know, without quarterback going down, Big Ben, uh, Mason, Mason Rudolph had to step up, and we had to learn how to play with him. Uh, also, you know, he's a young quarterback, but at the end of the day, you know, we went out there, uh, we fell short, you know, of our goal of making the playoffs. Uh, the last two games, you know, we were supposed to win one, uh, we ended up, you know, losing both, and um, I've also dealt with some major injuries that I've never had in my lifetime, so I'm also, you know, learning that uh, as an experience uh, to, you know, be an NFL player, but... At the end of the day, you know, uh, you live and learn, and we're coming back this season uh, with Monday Night Football getting ready. 
Yeah, listen, like you said, you want to advance your full health. You want Ben Roethlisberger back at full health. You do overcome a lot of adversity a season ago. What do you think is different about the Steelers this year as opposed to last year? Um, honestly, man, just having all our guys back, you know, having Big Ben back, having James Conner healthy. Um, our defense is, has always been solid, and they're going to do their job. Um, special teams and, you know, picking up some young rookies who's helping us play this year. Um, you know, uh, Chase Claypool is, is another wide receiver we picked up. Uh, who's going to help us? McFarland's another running back that we picked up. So, you know, Jarena's some key guys to help us win uh, the World Championship. Well, I want to touch on Chase Playpool since you mentioned him. He's a fellow Canadian of mine. We've got a great uh, series called The Rookie Diaries in the Zona, which I've been talking to Chase. Listen, he seems like a really exciting young man, big talent. What can you tell me about him? Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's honestly, man, he's a funny kid, man. He's, you know, coming in at 6'4", 230, running a 4'4". The dude's, you know, he has everything that, you know, you need in a wide receiver. Uh, he's doing a great job here, being part of the team, being uh, a playmaker. It's not only on offense, but also special teams, too. So I can't wait to see him play. Well, your spirit and energy is what makes you special. When I look at you on the field, you can see that you're a difference maker. What do you think you're proudest of when it comes to your football ability? Um, honestly, man, just, just knowing football, you know, in general. And honestly, having fun when I'm out there doing it. Uh, you know, being able to go out there and, you know, turn on the switch when it's time to go full go mode. And, you know, be a playmaker. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, being able to uh, have celebrations with my team, come up with the celebration the night before and, you know, having fun and then uh, just going out there and dominating. Yeah, and that's what you want to do is definitely dominate. Dominate on the field, dominate off the field. As I said, you've always got great energy, an infectious enthusiasm about you. What do you like to do away from the field? Uh, I play a lot of video games, man. Uh, I play <laughs> Call of Duty, uh, Fall Guys, pretty much uh, anything I can get my hands on and also playing my dog, Bougie. Now, that definitely makes sense. So that leads to my next question of what's a, a typical off day like. I get, I got the video games part of it. What else are you doing when you get a rare off day or maybe in the off season? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I wake up uh, pretty much, you know, have me a bowl of cereal, whether I be, you know, Captain Crunch. Uh, and after that, you know, I'll take my dog out, ha have a chill day, go to the park, come home, uh, play some video games and just hang out, you know, with my family. Uh, whether that may be at the house, we barbecue every weekend, which is nice. And, you know, just get in the pool. A little barbecue. What do you guys got in the grill? Is chicken, steak? What do we got? Uh, no, yeah, chicken, steak, uh, pretty much everything you dig up. You know, you got to order pizza for the kids because they they're, they're going to crack steak. Um, so that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's a good point. The cheese pizza for the kids is always a big hit. You know, it's interesting. People look at stories of what you've done on the field, as I said, off the field. How about the name Juju? Where does that come from? Uh, so my auntie, she, uh, she actually named me Juju when I was about three, four years old. And uh, ever since then, it, it stuck. Um, do, do you actually know my real name? No, I don't. We were talking. Is it John Smith Schuster? Yeah, yeah, it's John. So, like, um, 2017, I kind of, like, said, hey, my life is kind of like Molly Cyrus and Hannah Montana. You know, when I'm outside, I'm like Hannah Montana because of Juju. But when I'm inside, uh, people, if you know me, you know me. My name is actually John. So it's kind of like Molly Cyrus. It's, it's a funny quote. <laughs> I like that Molly Cyrus is someone involved in this. Uh, lastly, and this is important for us all here right now, the zone is big in Canada. We've got red zone. Why should all fans get NFL red zone? Man, you should get NFL red zone. I mean, the zone uh, has more live football than anyone in Canada. Um, also, the zone has NFL red zone. You can also watch every NFL game. Uh, with NFL red zone, man, if you're big on fantasy, you can watch every catch, every touchdown, every celebration uh, between all teams on Sunday. So it's pretty cool, man. And you can take it to go. Just download the app. That's awesome, man. I love it. Obviously, you're a great star on the field and off the field as well. Really appreciate the time, Juju. Take care. 
Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Great to catch up there with Juju Smith-Schuster. And do not forget, you can watch him in the Steelers and the Giants Monday night on the zone. Thursday night football, baby. The Chiefs take on the Texans. Bosh, first off, put up or shut up for Deshaun Watson. What do you got? Oh, man, it's been a long time coming, but we finally got football. Yeah, man, uh, you know, Deshaun, it's your time. It's your time to put all that money in the proper use. And, you know, everybody is it's, going to come with extra pressure, man. Oh, we paid you. Can you take us over the hill now? And I don't think that they'll be able to. I think Pat Mahomes is just too much. The Chiefs as a whole, that offense is going to move, move, move. That Texans defense, I don't think they have a shot. But that could just be me hating on the Texans. I got the Chiefs. And, Richard, as far as for the Chiefs, you know, what exactly is success? You won a Super Bowl. Mahomes is the man. How do you top that? I, I, you know, the Chiefs fans are going to be rabid. They, they're going to want all the success they can have. They're going to want another Super Bowl again. But they have a long-term solution to the problem that 26 other NFL teams have, which is we need a franchise quarterback. They have the mini-goat, the goat in training. And, and I think – it, it doesn't have to be a Super Bowl every single year. Can you stay near the level that you were last year? And I'm not talking about winning the Super Bowl. I mean the way it looked. Can you stay with this uh, electric offense and, and all the things that you need to kind of let us know that there's going to be some long-term success here in Kansas City? So, you know, I don't want to do the Super Bowl or bust thing because I don't think that's fair. And, and so much can happen when we get to January, when we get into the playoffs. But I think winning that division – Hosting a home playoff game and and maybe getting the bye is something where you say, hey, we're still the NFL's cream of the crop, even if we don't go to the bowl in February. But, Rich, you know fans, man. Like, the Eagles just won a Super Bowl two years ago, and they already want to fire everybody. You know what I mean? So, yeah, the, the Chiefs don't have to win a Super Bowl this year, but I bet you they're going to want another one in two or three years. Hey, we paid Pat all this money. Where's our Super Bowl? Again, you know how fans get. Half a billion dollars is a lot of money. You're right. <laughs> exactly great expectations come with that kind of price tag all right Vach in terms of games you're most fired up for this weekend what do you got what are you most fired up for it's finally time to fight that bully back, man. Patriots versus Dolphins. This is the first example we get. Okay, you downgraded. The Dolphins have upgraded. They've added pieces on 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 defense. Let's let's see if we can make this fight a little even. I don't think that'll be the case, but let's just see. I got Dolphins though. Richard, how about for you? As far as in that game, I, I I like the Patriots because I'm in on the Patriots. I, I think the Patriots, we sit here and count Bill out. All right, count Bill out if you want. That ain't going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Which game you fired up for that? I feel like you're in on the Cardinals, you said. Oh, I'm, I'm in on the Cardinals. I'm sipping the Kool-Aid. I'm going to kick my feet up. I'm going to watch the Kyler Murray show. I, I want the Cardinals to torch all comers. I want to bring the air raid to the NFL at full scale, at full bore, in all of its glory. Uh, I, Cardinals may be my second team this season, guys. I like it. I love the fact that you're all in on Kyler Murray. I can't wait for Bucks Saints. Come on. I know it's an obvious one, but Tom Brady versus Drew Brees, it should be a ton of fun. Vox, tell me you're not fired up for Bucks Saints. I know you're hating on the Bucks already. Oh, I'm sorry. What's the question? What, what's <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to be asleep before the Sunday nighter kicks off. Let's yeah, go Saints, exactly. man. Let's go Saints. Look, I have I have said so much evil about the Bucks, man. I just I can't come on this show next week and the Bucks beat the Saints, man. Come on, go Saints. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, great if, stuff. Richard Johnson, Vox. Go ahead, Richard. Final thought from you. I was just going to say, if the Bucks do beat the Saints, trust me, Vox, you're going to hear it next week. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. More football. Your place for football talk and a whole lot of trash talk. Thanks once again to Richard and Vach.
about that. Thank you so much for checking us out here on More Football. By the way, the Rookie Diaries is great stuff on the zone. You can get excellent content there. Chase Claypool, of course, the star at another name, uh, now trying to get his uh, groove on, basically, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he's been a terrific story, a fellow Canadian, and obviously also Neville Gallimore of the Dallas Cowboys. A tremendous story as well. Catch that, the Rookie Diaries on the zone. And do not forget to also watch the lineup. Uh, that's got Stephen Soyes and Wesley Chang, your one-stop shop for fantasy football. Those guys are awesome, so make sure you check that out right here on Yahoo Sports. Thank you so much for checking out the debut episode. We'll see you next time here on More Football.